to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me your ears. Now, today, I want to talk about Daniel Pink again. I love this author. Has a great book called When. And when should you do certain things? And in his book, uh, he did a little analysis called a day reconstruction method approach, where he asked people to, hey, kind of, you know, analyze your day as you're going through it. And for example, he would ask people within a 15-minute time frame, say, you know, on a scale of one to six or zero to six, rather, you know, when are you feeling happy? And people gave him data, right? Then he asked questions like, when are you feeling warm? towards others, right? Zero to six, what are you feeling on that Likert scale? And then he said, you know, on a scale of zero to six, you know, when are you enjoying yourself? And he's asking these questions for people to really just reflect throughout the day to kind of take notice and score themselves on these three aspects. And then he compiled these three aspects of feeling happy, feeling warm towards others, and enjoying themselves. And then he came up with something called a net good mood. And he found something really fascinating, that typically we're in our best mood, our best period between 7 a.m. and let's say midday, which kind of makes sense. But then we kind of tend to drop off after one o'clock and maybe kind of dip all the way down to 4.30 or 5 p.m. And then we come right back up feeling better about ourselves and doing things after six o'clock, more or less. Now, why is this important to you? Because he added another layer. He says, well, when should you do, when should you do certain work? And what he realized as he's putting this study together, this composite study, is that in the morning, and let's say from, it could be five or six, all the way through midday, that's when you're feeling very good, very hyper-focused. At your peak, he's saying, that is when you should do, here it comes, your analytical work. In other words, stuff that requires hyper-focus, that's the best time to do it. You're feeling good about yourself, you're feeling focused, best time to do that. As you move into the midday period where you hit that trough, you know, you go into that dip, we've all had that after-lunch dip. He says, that's when you should do, so let's say from 12 to 4.35, that's when you should do your administrative what I like to call non-thinking work. So that's when you would do your administrative work. And then as you move into the evening hours, let's say after five o'clock, six o'clock, moving into seven, eight, nine o'clock, that's when you're recovering again. And that's when you should do your creative work. That's when you come up with insight. That's when you start coming up with novel ideas. So think about this as you're putting your day together. Morning, let's focus, right? Let's get the stuff done. We're feeling good about ourselves. Day's getting going. This is all right. Midday, oh, we're hitting that trough. Too much lunch, too much good food. Let's do the administrative work at that period, during that period. And then in the evening, again, afternoon, five, six o'clock, moving into eight, nine, that's when the creative process kicks in when you're in recovery mode. Now, this also is kind of a hint as to when you should meet with other people. What he discovered in the book, and again, you have to get the book, Daniel Pink, the book is called When, highly recommended. He says, 
our cognitive ability changes throughout the day. That was one of the conclusions he came up with, right? And it really does. Our thinking ability, our cognitive ability changes over the course of the day. The second thing he discovered that these changes are more extreme than we realize. As you can probably tell, you know, in the morning, you're hyper-focused. Midday, you can't focus. But then in the evening, you can focus again. So you can see the cycling. And as I just mentioned, the best time to perform a task depends on the task, let me say that again. This is important. The best time to perform a task depends on the task. So again, morning analytical, your focus, your peak period. Midday administrative, you're in the trough. Let's just get the basics done. That the basics done where it doesn't require that much thinking. And recovery, again, creative stuff towards the end. But also keep in mind that if you feel this way, other people are feeling this way also, which means the best time to, for example, hold meetings is not during the midday when people are in the trough. Maybe you should schedule your most important meetings for the morning's time. In other words, from 7 to 11. Again, if they come in early, great, or 7 to 12. But let's say maybe you stay from, you know, from 9 to 11, let's hold the most important meetings. And then maybe in the afternoon, when everybody is in a dip, you arrange to have shorter meetings and only do things that do not require a lot of cognitive activity. So this is kind of a blueprint, an outline, if you will, uh, of circadian rhythm of how people function in the workplace. And if you understand this and you begin to schedule your meetings, for example, around this type of, I guess, time frame, the ups and downs throughout the day, you'll have a more productive day. One last thing to emphasize, we always want to bring it back to sales. Imagine also your customers are in this rhythm. In the morning, they're feeling good. Midday, not so good, which means maybe if you're doing an outreach program, cold calling, the best time to call is really in the morning, before noon. And the second best time to call is maybe around four or five o'clock when they're coming out of that trough, coming out of that administrative funk and into their creative recovery period. So Keep this in mind, and that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Pandora, Spotify, wherever you find me. I greatly appreciate your feedback. Also, check out my online sales training platform, the Sales Velocity Academy. Over 50 courses, 500 videos. We keep adding more content. So if you're serious about increasing your sales velocity, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling hard when you know how. Take care.